Nolan Booth, the second most wanted art thief in the world. Special Agent John Hartley, FBI. Hi, guys. How'd you find me? You stole William Strang's lady with the red hat from the tape. You can't prove that was me. I got that on Etsy. I want you to help me catch the most wanted art thief in the world, the bishop. Hello, boys. It's so nice to finally meet you in person. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Weekly Real Podcast. My name is Jeremy. And my name is Ken. And today we're going to be talking about the Netflix original movie starring Dwayne Johnson, Ryan Reynolds, and Gal Gadot, Red Notice. But we actually have a special guest today. He's been on the show a couple times before in season one. We talked about Nightcrawler. We talked about Tenet in season one with this fellow. Uh, Jacob, welcome back to the show. Thank you again for having me, and I uh, look forward to, you know, talking about the Red Notice and hearing what you guys have to say about this movie. Ooh, yeah, I'm no. excited. I'm excited too. Uh, so, Jacob, like, what have you been up to in terms of? Uh, are, have you been like kind of keeping up with uh, a lot of uh, the, I guess, pop culture stuff uh, with um, with movies and TV shows? Like, uh, do you have like a do you have anything that you have been like pretty pumped about? On uh, terms, uh, I don't know actually. I'm kind of in the middle of a binge of Grey's Anatomy. Ah, um, your favorite. Yeah. Not really. <laughs> what season? But Isn't there like 19 seasons? I think they're on the 19th one right now, but I'm currently on uh, season nine in my rewatch. Whoa. But um, <laughs> one thing specifically I wanted to mention that I have watched this uh, past week was. A, uh, what do you call it, spoof movie of The Hunger Games, and it was called The Starving Games. Ooh. And that is just a movie full of random things that somehow relate to The Hunger Games, and they just put it all together. I, I, I will say it was funny, and I understand that was the purpose of it, but it was pretty interesting movie. Yeah, spoof movies are always kind of weird to me because it's just like a bunch of random stuff thrown at the wall uh-huh. at, the, at like around a really weird concept. So exactly, yeah, <laughs> I don't know what else to say about that because spoof movies never been my thing. I've I've seen some, but other than I'm gonna that, be, I'm going to be honest. I only watched about twenty to thirty minutes, but I'm surprised I even got that far. <laughs> that's true. That, that that's usually how it works <laughs> with those type of movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you did mention that you watched this in the last week. We actually have a icebreaker ritual here on the Weekly Real podcast uh, where we talk about one notable movie or TV show. Uh, is that the one that you actually wanted to mention, or did you want to mention another one? Um, I actually do want to mention another one, and it's funny because it's also another spoof movie. It's called <laughs> Super Fast. And is that the recommendation? <laughs> Yes. Is it actually good? No. It's absolutely terrible. 
I think the best spoof movie I've seen is probably um, the the three hundred one. I forgot what it was called. This is Sparta or something. Was it Meet the Spartans? Meet the Spartans. That's it. That's it. <laughs> I like but, uh, n- not another teen movie with Chris Evans. <laughs> I don't think <laughs> I've it's seen like, that one. It's it's pretty actually it's actually pretty funny. You should look that one up. All right, I'm, yeah, I'm gonna have to give that a watch too. It's like making fun of like the '90s uh, high school movies and all that mm. stuff, or early 2000s and '90s high school movie, <laughs> high school movies. Yeah, definitely gotta give that a watch. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm with the Jeremy. Like, uh, I don't when you remember the last spoof movie that I've watched, or uh, do they even do spoof TV shows? But I I want to say it's like mainly movies, right? Yeah, I'd say mainly movies. Yeah, just to capitalize on. If there's like a new release coming out, I feel like that's when they ever they do it. Whether it's like mm. scary movies and paranormal and all that stuff, or um, the scream movies, you know, stuff like that. But uh, Ken, what did you watch in the last week that you want to mention? I mean, I guess uh, um, for me it would be something that I've been trying to rewatch because I'm, at, you know, there's a current season of TV sh- uh, TV actually currently going on right now on HBO Max. And we're still not sponsored, but the TV show that I want to highlight is Succession. Um, They're currently airing season three, and they're about halfway through, because I think it's like episode four or five. I'm almost done with my rewatch. I'm about halfway through season two right now, and I forget how really quality it is. The characters are uh, really distinct. You either love or hate them, uh, mm-hmm. but either way, they're entertaining. And uh, for me, it just because I watched Succession so fast before, I kind of forgot, you know, a lot of the main plot points and everything. But during this rewatch, it's all kind of just coming back to me, and and I feel like maybe in the next week or so, I'll probably be caught up uh, with where they're currently at in season three. I notice you do mention this show at least once a season, <laughs> so it must be good, because that's like me and the Patriot. Yeah. So it must be good. It's I've good. seen a Any... lot of. Uh... Sorry, go ahead. Oh no, no, go ahead. Okay, um, I seen I just seen a lot of uh, trailers or um, commercials about that show, whether it be like mostly on YouTube, but I see a lot about it. And then you know they show the ratings and like little snippets of reviews and I heard it was good. So I've actually been wanting to watch that show for a while. Yeah, no, it's really good. Um, and, and it helps that the main character, Kendall Roy looks like uh, Kyle Shanahan. So it's pretty funny to me. <laughs> Kyle Shanahan. <laughs> if you guys don't know, that's the uh, San Francisco 49ers head coach, current head coach, at least current. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see how long that lasts, I guess. Yeah, it's it, it's pretty cool. We get um we get some lookalikes actually, and and uh, actually one of the actors, I guess the main guy Logan Roy, he's uh he pl- he's in the first two Born movies. Uh, what, what's his um, name? Brian Cox. Oh oh um yeah, I think so. The he's part of like Treadstone. Yeah, the older guy. Yeah, with glasses. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yes. I forget not, the, I forget his Chris name. Cooper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> well, what did you watch, Jeremy? In so long. Uh, for me, I watched well because we were watching Eternals last week, and we mentioned Richard Madden. So I was like, it reminded me to watch this Netflix show that came out three years ago called Bodyguard. Oh, and because I remember at the time, it just was a huge hit in the UK, and mm-hmm. so. 
it's really good. It's only six episodes, like an hour each. So I binged like the whole thing, like um, just in the last week. So it's an easy watch. Not easy watch. I should say it's like a crime drama thriller conspiracy type show. I like I love that type of stuff. So mm-hmm. I would actually recommend it to you guys. Yeah, my dad also watched that and was telling me how good it was. And I like constantly see it on my like recommended on Netflix. But yeah, I think that looks good, pretty good. I need to give that a watch too, honestly. Because I know Ken, yeah, we mentioned Richard Madden a lot last week, and that just reminded <laughs> me, like, yeah. oh, I gotta watch that show. I heard it was good. Yeah. So. Cool. Yeah, I mean, I, I still, I'm still continuing my Game of Thrones rewatch too. So, I've been watching Richard Madden also, Mr. Rob Stark. That's true. Wait, uh, quick question, Jake: Have you watched mm. Eternals yet? No. Okay, no spoilers. And no spoilers. Shang Chi. Okay, no spoilers. <laughs> but well, I'm gonna Sh- watch Shang Chi soon because it is now streaming on Disney Plus. Who do not sponsor the weekly real podcast yet? Yet, 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 yet. So, I, I would really recommend Shang Chi Eternals. I'm kind of mixed on, but uh, speaking of Eternals, we did talk about it last week, and we did a run a poll for it. Uh, so, Ken, what was the poll for Eternals last week? Yeah. So this uh, past Tuesday, uh, we ran that Eternals poll. We asked the audience, you guys, what is your favorite MCU Phase Four movie? Or Disney Plus show so far. And, uh, we, you know, we limited it to four uh, options, but there's actually more than that. We accepted uh, write-in votes, uh, but the choices that we did give were Eternals, Loki, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, and WandaVision. And so, uh, after the poll, Shang-Chi came out on top uh, at 57%, which really doesn't surprise me mm, yeah. that much. Yeah, I agree. I think you'll like it, Jake. I've heard a lot of good things about it, so I'm, I'm looking forward to finally sitting down and watching it. Yeah, and at least you'll have be in the comfort of your own home exactly. watching it. So, Yeah, and you get to watch it in uh, IMAX uh, format, too, so uh-huh. you'll see a little bit more of the vertical. Yeah. Yeah, I, I saw that they released... A bunch of movies in IMAX form on Disney Plus Day. Yep. Cool. Yeah. So, guys, if you want to participate in our polls, they're going to happen on Instagram and Twitter every Tuesday. And Ken, what's the what's our handle for those social medias? Yes, Twitter and Instagram at Weekly Real. All right. Just like I mentioned earlier, we are going to be talking about Red Notice. It is on Netflix. Spoiler warning right now. So Red Notice is about when an FBI agent catches the second most wanted thief in the world. They have to team up to rise up against the most wanted thief in the world. So Red Notice has an amazing cast, very wide uh, worldwide story so it's pretty crazy and I kind of suspected this it was kind of like um, how Uncharted should be Uncharted the movie should be <laughs> yeah, I remember our un- talk, uh, us talking about the Uncharted uh, movie trailer and you mentioning Red Notice and I don't know Uncharted now looks like the cheap version <laughs> of Red Notice. Red Notice at least for now hopefully it's good I'm not betting on it uh, but 
I just want to jump in straight into the double feature. So Jacob, I know this is your first time doing the double feature. So basically the double feature is when me and Ken come up with like a couple questions that we ask each other, but we don't really know uh, what we're going to ask each other. So that's kind of the kicker. It's a little bit more spontaneous, keeps uh, the movies a little bit fresh. So mm. I want to throw out this first question and I'll uh, let Ken go first just so that you have time to think about it. So my question for you guys is actually, would you want a sequel to this movie? Um, actually, first, I want to know, how did you guys feel about the ending to this movie? And would you want a sequel to it? Mm, okay. Are you talking about the uh, the, twist the twist at the end? Yeah. Okay. I will admit, they got me on there. I was like, oh, shoot. I did not see that coming. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it was because, uh, you know, it's a popcorn flake. You're not really like trying to think about it too hard or whatever, you know, for me, I like to kind of enjoy these type of movies. So I was kind of like, just kind of going along with the plot and, uh, I'll be honest. I did not actually see that turn coming where, uh, I guess Hartley ended up being the Bishop as well, because it, it was mm. both him and uh, Gal Gadot's character, the Bishop, because there are two bishops in chess. Um, so, I actually liked it. I have my feelings on the actual execution of it. I thought some of it was really cringy, and I'll maybe get to that a little bit later on if it comes up again. But um, actually, you know, I'll mention it now. I love the like the turn, the twist, but man, it was so cringy and awkward when the the rock and gal gadot were kids it there was like absolutely <laughs> no chemistry and me yeah, and uh yeah me and uh actually another season one guest jackie english i want to give her a shout out we were talking about it and she uh, totally agreed with me and we were just like it was so awkward yeah yeah even the scene where they were dancing together it was a little awkward for me to watch i don't know if it was because of their like chemistry or if it was just maybe it was seeing the rock and like dancing like that. I don't know. But yeah, I, I totally understand what you mean when you say that that part kind of, that part kind of like shocked you. Yeah. I mean, since you mentioned it, it, it was like a poor man's version of uh, uh, true lies with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> oh, and Tia yeah. Carrer. As, yeah. I can see that. <laughs> Shoot. Right, dude. Um, I yeah, I would kind of agree. It just came out of nowhere, and I I felt like for the most part the movie really worked for me until the twist. Like it was, it was an unexpected twist. They definitely got me, but I don't know if they needed that twist. Mm. That's the thing. I yeah. get it. Like especially like if they want to set up a future movie or something like that. But uh, the execution of it, like you like you said, was a bit of a. Uh, it's like what there's still a lot of movie left and it's like what's gonna happen it's like uh uh-oh so that was actually i would agree with you it was a bit like i was a bit half and half on that twist how do you feel about how do you feel about the ending jake um honestly i can't say that i didn't see it at all because i I always like was thinking like oh what what is there gonna be like a big twist at the end and one part that I remember while I was watching kind of caught my eye was when he put the egg, what was it? The second egg into the back of the the truck and then looked at, 
Gal Gadot, who was in the police uniform, and then he walked away. But to me, well, maybe it's just like a movie thing. But if you see like a girl in a thing like that, you know what I mean? Not that I'm, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's hard to mistake Gal Gadot yeah, in, in exactly. a police uniform. Yeah, exactly. I mean, she just got that body type. Obviously, we already knew that she was going to be cast in the movie. And so I was like, oh, that's mm-hmm. Gal Gadot. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Right when I saw like her eyes or her eyebrows, I was like, yep, that's her. Yeah. And that was the that was the first egg, by the way. Mm. Oh, it was? It was the first one. Okay. So do you guys actually want to see a, another movie? Do you, oh, what about you, Ken? You want to go first? Would you want to see another movie? Or it's like, let these people do their other thing. This co- probably costs a lot. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing it again. Um, I, I, I feel like, I feel like it could be better. Uh, there's room for growth or whatever, just because I feel like all three actors are talented enough to, to pull it all together. Cause I feel like the writing wasn't that great. Um, like in mm-hmm. certain spots, uh, with the exposition, I mean, I feel like the one liners were pretty done pretty well for the most part i was entertained by the one-liners and we'll definitely get into that later on in the episode but um i feel like the the actual plot itself and the exposition uh left a little bit to be desired in my opinion Uh, but i feel like there's room for growth where they can um maybe outdo themselves in a potential red notice too yeah I i would probably agree there there is some um potential there that they can definitely use especially with the three actors uh and they could always use better writing with mm-hmm, especially yeah. they have a lot of potential jake would you uh pay to see another another red notice two or something mm, i don't know if i'd pay to see it if it came out on a streaming service i would definitely watch it because honestly although the like like you guys were saying it well for me at least it was um kind of confusing sometimes because I wasn't paying paying attention to how much longer was left in the movie. So there was a lot of times where I thought, oh, okay, the movie's about to end, but then it just kept going. And that happened maybe like three or four times. And, um, but towards the end, I did like, not the, like how they executed the twist, but kind of that scene after where they're on the boat and that they were possibly talking about, you know, going again to steal something. But, I think I'd watch it. I, I, I think I would. But paying for it, that's another story. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. I think they just need to get a better writer. Someone like Yeah. But I did like the scope of the movie. The 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 dynamic especially between uh Dwayne mm. Johnson and Ryan Reynolds was probably the best thing about the movie for me. Um but Ken, do you wanna what's your side of the double feature? Oh, okay. Well, my half of the double feature is actually kind of related to what we've been already talking about. And, you know, we kind of talked about the very end where it looked like they were already setting up a potential red notice too, mm-hmm. um, with that, uh, I guess that three man job or three person job that, uh, that Booth was kind of alluding to on the boat. And so I just wanted to ask you guys, what do you think the job is at the very end that they were trying to set up for, uh, a possible red notice too. What do you think that uh, what they were? What do you think they were trying to steal? Mm, my guess in this day and age, it would probably be some really high tech computer software stuff. Mm. <laughs> you know, like something. I can see that. 
I was gonna say freaking uh, God's Eye <laughs> from Fast and Furious, <laughs> but something like that. Eagle Eye. <laughs> Shia LaBeouf's in there. Uh huh. <laughs> I mean, you got Hobbs in there already. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And uh, wait, what was Gal Gadot's character's name again? In oh, shoot. Fast? Oh, oh, in Fast and Furious, Giselle. Um, it was Giselle. Giselle. Yeah. Giselle. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> yeah. It's the Green Lantern ring. That's what they're going to steal back. <laughs> oh, that would be the biggest twist. It's, they're actually in the Green Lantern universe. Uh-huh. That would be God. the best. That would uh, but be. for real answer, though, uh, yeah, that's like some type of tech. Tech? Okay. Mm-hmm. Jacob, do you want to take this one? Yeah. I think, or at the end of the movie, they were showing the, the Lou, right? The yeah. Louvre? Mm-hmm. Um... So yeah, at first I was thinking maybe like the Mona Lisa or something, but wow. I feel like that could be like a little too quote unquote mainstream. You know, like that's like, oh, like you're, of course you guys are stealing. Exactly. <laughs> oh, of course you guys are stealing the Mona Lisa. But um, I think uh, I'll be interested to see what they actually come up with to steal. Yeah. I, you know what? I, I completely agree with you. I feel like even though it is like obvious, an obvious thing, I mm. feel like there's going to be some sort of bait and switch type thing where um, they're going to like uh, come up with some sort of plot because, you know, the Mona Lisa is like iconic or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's like so much security that goes around it. You um, I don't know if you've heard, but really you can't get anywhere close to it. They have like this huge, like, you know, tapered uh, or what do you call it? The railings or whatever. Oh, like the velvet things. too. Yeah, the velvet right? thing. You know, you I know, what those about. Are barriers. Called. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. They rope those things. Oh, I have. <laughs> they rope those <laughs> things off um, and you can't even get anywhere close to it. And, you yeah. know, like whenever you do see the Mona Lisa, like, uh, I don't know, in whenever it gets talked about, it just seems like it's a big painting. But when you're actually there, it's hella like tiny, but it's under so much surveillance. But even though I think it's the obvious answer, I think that's actually what they're going to be trying to go through. Mm, yeah. As long as it's not. I don't know, in the Snyder universe where like Army of Thieves and <laughs> Army of the Dead, I don't know. That Netflix universe right now. Yeah, I could also see them using, like you were saying, actually using the Mona Lisa because it could be like kind of not a sell point for the movie, but something Correct. that'll give it a little more traction in like pop culture. Right, because people are, uh, you know, they're obviously familiar with the uh, Mona Lisa like mm-hmm. I, I mean I'm not really into art but I know about the Mona Lisa mm-hmm. yeah exactly it just sounds like it's gonna be like a sequel to National Treasure <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna Which steal I- it I'm gonna steal the Mona Lisa <laughs> or Uncharted right or, <laughs> or Uncharted <laughs> shoot they should get Nicolas Cage in the next one <laughs> Ooh, maybe maybe he'll be the villain. That be that would be ah. crazy. The crossover event. <laughs> oh yeah. What what was his name? Not Bill Gates. What was his name, Jake? <laughs> Bill Gates. Benjamin Gates. <laughs> Benjamin Gates. His name. His full name was Benjamin <laughs> Franklin Gates. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not Bill Gates. Uh, I'm thinking freaking. Bill Gates goes to steal the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> 
don't know. You try to pay for it at least. That's true. Oh, I know. Well, I was actually just, you know, looking up, uh, I guess, random artworks that are, I guess, uh, familiar and popular in the Louvre. Uh, there's Venus de Milo. That might be also something that they would be able to try to steal. And I feel like that would be like a pretty huge thing because that's a freaking huge statue. And yeah, and I feel like that would uh, add some intrigue if that were the piece of artwork that they would actually try to steal because it's, you know, a statue and be hard to kind of steal uh, rather than a very small painting in the Mona Lisa. True. Mm. Now, now that I'm thinking about my answer, I was like, "Oh yeah, they're they're art thieves." <laughs> just yeah, like thinking about the, it. The number one and the number two art thieves. Yeah, they are right. just not thieves. They're art thieves. My bad. Yeah. Hey, no, Whatever. but you know what? There might be some like uh, high tech uh, artwork that uh, <laughs> they're gonna steal an NFT by then. Oh, we got your back, man. <laughs> Dang, it's been a long day. All right, guys, we do like to involve the audience uh, every now and then. So I want to ask you guys, the audience, what trio of actors do you want to see collaborate in a movie? Because, like, obviously in Red Nose, you got Dwayne Johnson, uh, Gal Gadot, and Ryan Reynolds, basically still in their prime, still doing their thing. Uh, Is there any actors, actresses that you want to see in like a movie and they could have been in a movie together before or if you want to see like a trio that hasn't been in a movie before that would be even better so uh jake is there like a few actors that you would choose from yes there are and the three i'd have to go with are tom holland andrew garfield and toby mcguire that <laughs> 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 that that is 100% serious, but not 100% my answer. I actually came up with a legit one that I can explain, but had to throw that in there for the sake of it. <laughs> True. We, I think that might happen in like three years, I, I heard. Three years. No, nah, I'm just kidding, dude. I'm, I'm <laughs> well, just well, if you're thinking about the uh, Spider-Man uh, homecoming timeline, yeah, it'd be eight years. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's true. They pushed it forward. <laughs> But yeah, well, uh, who are you going to choose, Jake? <laughs> yeah, so um, the three that I chose were Jake Gyllenhaal, Leonardo DiCaprio, and Tom Hardy. Oh uh, shoot! <laughs> <laughs> you got two. You got two out of my three, dude. <laughs> wow. Ooh. So okay, the reason that I chose these, or maybe like the type of movie that I would want to see them in, is kind of like a a thriller. Hmm. Because I was thinking when I wrote down Jake Gyllenhaal, I was thinking of like the Nightcrawler slash the Guilty esque. Which, if you guys haven't seen the Guilty, I highly recommend it on Netflix. Um, so like that kind of like serious tone, you know. Uh, for Leo, I was thinking I don't know that guy is such a diverse actor; he can really pull off almost any role that you know he signs up for. And I don't know; I, I think it would be cool to see him alongside Jake Gyllenhaal, and then. I had to throw Tom Hardy in there because he's just, you know, one of the perfect essential characters, especially to Leo, in my opinion. Mm. Oh, you think darkness is... (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I had to do it. Sorry. (laughs) Dude, I was going to say Jake Gyllenhaal, uh, Leo, Leo, obviously, and then Christian Bale. Mm, But then... Yeah, he was a close third for me, too. 
And I would actually choose like a sci-fi movie, like something in space, mm-hmm. something like really kind of weird for those three guys to be doing. <laughs> that would be interesting. Nice. How about you, Ken? Uh, quickly, I'm going to go a different route. Well, I'm using Ryan Reynolds just because I felt like he was really good in this movie. And I'm going to basically set that up for like the second half of this episode. But Ryan Reynolds, Keanu Reeves, and Scarlett Johansson. I want to throw in a, an actress in there. I feel like uh, they can play off of each other kind of like in a like in a, uh, like an action comedy. Um, I could see them all do, you know, some some good stuff. I feel like Keanu Reeves can do a lot of deadpan stuff and then work off of, <laughs> uh, basically play off of Ryan Reynolds. That's true. But would um, uh, Ryan Reynolds want to work with his uh, ex-wife? <laughs> oh. oh, shoot. Yeah. Is, uh, was that a, <laughs> yeah. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah. Never mind. <laughs> oh, no. I'm, it's been a while, so maybe um, maybe you <laughs> <he> will. <laughs> maybe you <he> will. <laughs> In my fantasy world, maybe yes. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> yeah. realize that, so I'm not into like uh, the TMZ sort TMZ of uh, stuff. Yep. <laughs> I think we kind of mentioned that before, but uh, I might. Uh, you know what? Let's sub uh, Zendaya in there, just even though it'd be kind yeah. of a, like a different uh, age gap or age whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, let's just toss her in there, just because Zendaya is just awesome. Yeah. There you go, guys. If uh, the audience you want to. Uh, let us know what trio of actors you want to see collaborate in the movie. You can uh, follow us on Twitter. P- tweet at us. Is what they call it, right, Ken? Yeah, uh, the tweeters. <laughs> the tweeters. <laughs> and, uh, or on Instagram, Facebook, and uh, or email. And our email is, uh, what's our email, Ken? Uh, it's not at Lycos. Just want to point that mm-hmm. out. Uh, it's not at Friendster. It's weeklypod. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't even know what it is. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I, I think I might have messed up too many times. I th- I think so. It's, I think it's rubbing off on me. But it's re- <laughs> weeklyrealpod at gmail.com. All right, let's take a quick break. All right, welcome back from the break. And so, uh, I mean, Jacob, Jeremy, let's get right into the weekly real awards. And uh, have have you done a weekly reward? Uh, weekly real awards, uh, Jacob? I I can't remember. I have. I I think I. It might be for Nightcrawler. Yeah, for Nightcrawler, Nightcrawler we did yeah. for sure. All right, yeah. cool. So, hey, you're a veteran now, so you know how this yeah, works. I, I got so, I got some experience <laughs> under my belt. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. And so. You know what Red noticed? We did get uh, a fair amount of uh, action sequences, and I thought they were uh, fairly well done, well shot. And so the first award that we want to give out is the Does Anyone Want to Get Out Award for Best Action Sequence. And so, Jacob, since you are uh, our special guest for the episode, go ahead and take this one first. All righty. So you were right. You're right. We did have a lot of action scenes to choose from. Um, so I kind of try to take a lot more into account than just, you know, what the CGI, CGI may look like and stuff like that. But um, I think one that really stood out to me was when they were at the prison, at the Russian prison. Mm. Dare I say the gulag. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> but um, uh, some notes that I made, just they were setting it up in like the cafeteria and then also with like the, the manual labor outside. Um, and honestly, like 
I didn't really even know what Ryan Reynolds was plotting while he was doing all that stuff in the beginning. I thought that was just, you know, him being him. But through the soap and the washer, the key card and stuff, and then he pulled that one little tiny rock out and the whole, not the whole wall, but the section they were working out came uh, coming down. Rock Jenga. Um, what was that? Rock Jenga. Yeah, Rock Jenga. That's right. I was like, right. that's a pun also. You know, for <laughs> yeah, <rock>. it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I didn't even realize that. Wow. <laughs> but um and then you know you get to when they start getting to the the helicopter trying to escape and then there's like the RPGs you got like really good CGI there uh the Hulk not the Hulk what am I saying the rock <laughs> yeah jumping <laughs> you know <laughs> the Hulk <laughs> same thing just kidding <laughs> you can't but, hulk um, out though <laughs> <laughs> that's true that's true he's already hulked out <laughs> yeah he is but uh, one th- one part about that action scene that I really liked was uh, when The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, jumped off the helipad into the helicopter. And then Ryan Reynolds said, oh, you made it. Thank God. <laughs> like, super sarcastically, that, that part made me crack up. And then there was the whole thing with the missiles going through the helicopter. Felt to me like a Fast and Furious type <laughs> action yeah. sequence. But... Yeah, for me, the the prison action sequence, I think, was probably one of my favorites, if not my favorite. Mm, that's a good one. That's a good one. Jeremy, do you want to actually uh, hand out your award? Does anyone want to get out award? Yeah, mine, I would actually, like, the prison one was really good. I really like that mm. sequence, too, especially with, like, the rockets and just their humor as they yeah. made their way to the helicopter. Um but my favorite action sequence besides the prison one would probably probably be when Hartley chases after Nolan for the first time. And especially when um, Nolan Booth is on the scaffolding too mm. and basically pulling all these pins. He hasn't even talked yet, but he's yeah. like pulling all these pins um, and all the security guards are like falling off, falling all over the place. I'm like, this is so uncharted. Come on. <laughs> like just the, the, just the style of everything, him doing like parkour I'm like, where's this? Is how Nathan Drake an action sequence for Nathan Nathan Drake should be. But anyway, mm. I'm just ranting over here. Um, <laughs> but just for the fact that um, their styles are like clearly so different, The Rock has to like power through everything mm. and kind of use his mind a little bit more than than just running through walls compared to. Um, Nolan Booth, where you know he gets he's a little bit faster, a little bit more finesse <laughs> around yeah. everything. So I thought that was a really good uh, chasing sequence. Yeah, you know what? I agree with uh, both of you. Those are my top two. Actually, you guys stole my thunder. <laughs> I had two answers. You, both, you guys got both. I mean, and just to kind of add to what uh, Jacob was saying earlier about the prison escape scene, um, I feel like. I mean, it, it was it was kind of a good way. I, I actually it was one aspect of the writing that was actually done well is that they talked about how he sometimes he would get caught just so that it would just kind of keep him interested so he could escape mm. again because I mean he's escaped multiple prisons or whatever. So obviously we kind of got to see you know a little bit of an insight into his mind with that. Uh, but one of my favorite scenes. Uh, if we're talking about like best action sequence, it was towards the end of that first chase scene, 
at the end, you know how like whenever you hear Beastie Boys and and I'm um, <laughs> and, and and I'm I'm talking about like Star Trek or whatever, you're like, oh, he gets you hyped up, and it's gonna be some epic yeah. chasing with the Taycan. I was like, oh, here we go, and then all of a sudden he gets sideswiped. Uh-huh. <laughs> Dude, that was unexpected, and I was like, damn, that, that was, was good actually. I, know, I was ready for like a super cool car chase scene because the song came on, and I was like, all right, let's do this, and then. Cause the sh- car comes out of nowhere yeah i was just like what <laughs> yeah that nice was color too. Yeah, I mean, it, and, and you know what red notice kind of does suffer from like some um obvious stuff you know it's a telegraph scenes or whatever but that definitely was not one of them it, it caught me off guard and i was like "Ooh, okay i'm hooked you know they got me I, i'm awake for this movie yeah <laughs> yeah some netflix movies can't do that <laughs> yeah exactly so, uh, fellas, let's move on to our next award. And, uh, you know, we obviously got uh, kind of an A-list cast. You know, we got a lot of good characters in Red Notice. And so the next award that uh definitely want to give out is the I Am Groot Award for Favorite Character. And so, Jacob, go ahead and take this one first. Alrighty. So, yeah, it was um, a very star-studded cast, at least for, like, the, you know, the big three that were in it. Um when you, with uh, Ryan Reynolds, Gal Gadot, and The Rock. But I think, for me, I had to go with Ryan Reynolds. And I think the reason that I chose Ryan Reynolds over The Rock and Gal Gadot was because I think the movie and kind of the tone they were trying to set for the movie was, like, perfect for Ryan Reynolds and, you know, the type of characters or the type of roles that he takes on, like... It was very the humor and like the action combination was very Deadpool esque yeah. to me. Yeah, Deadpool esque yes. to yes. me. Yes. And so I think that if they had had someone like another like great actor that wasn't Ryan Reynolds, I don't know if that tone would have worked throughout the movie. And like I think it kind of because at first when I saw The Rock kind of having that um, humor mixed with action type thing that you normally see from Ryan Reynolds. I was kind of iffy about it at first, but kind of seeing him interact with Ryan Reynolds helped that like help soothe that like. Uh, sorry, I lost my train of thought. That's all good. Like basically, The Rock was like the the straight man where uh, Ryan Reynolds could kind of like bounce off of. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Well, it kind yeah. of reminded me of their uh, dynamic in uh, Hobbs and Shaw. Because mm. Ryan Reynolds just came out of nowhere, and he was kind of playing the same character, but obviously he was more of like a, a you know, like basically a cameo or glorified cameo, I should say. Like Ryan Reynolds is like known for playing Ryan Reynolds, and uh, spoiler alert: my favorite character was also uh, Nolan Booth, Ryan Reynolds. Mm. Um, I, I, of course, Gal Gadot and The Rock are also good uh, in their respective roles, but. Like this movie works around that character of Nolan Booth, and yeah. there there are times though, and movies, uh, where it, that doesn't work. Looking at Six Underground, starring Ryan Reynolds, I I could only get through half of that movie, and it was kind of trying to do that that stylized type of humor and action. But I feel like this movie did it better. So uh, the the wittiness, it just works. Like. Yeah, he's still doing his Ryan Reynolds thing, but it works. Mm. Well, I'm going to go a different route. I'm going to go with Ed Sheeran. 
I forgot about that cameo. Yeah. Oh, oh my no, goodness. Actually, no, I'm just kidding. I'm actually going with Ryan, Ryan Reynolds, too. Uh, I mean, just for the same reasons that you guys mentioned, I mean, I mean, you know, like, uh, Jeremy, you asked in the double feature, you know, if I would be pumped to see a Red Notice 2. Literally, the only reason why I would... I mean, it's good to, you know, nice to be able to see The Rock and Gal Gadot in the same movie. You know, it's usually at least entertaining. But Ryan Reynolds just was so good in this movie that it just uh, I I wouldn't mind seeing Nolan Booth again. And so um, I totally agree 100 percent with you with what you guys said. But, dude, Ed Sheeran was like. Out of nowhere. When when (laughs) he started singing, I was like, oh, they're just playing the Ed Sheeran song. And then it was actually him. <laughs> so I know, and the fact that his daughter was like didn't care about the three eggs at all. Like, yeah. Is that Ed Sheeran? <laughs> yeah. And then he went crazy after. I think that that was one of the funniest parts to me. Yeah. Uh, and I, you know what? I just remembered this line. I didn't actually uh, like pick it. I mean, we're gonna we're about to give uh, a, an award for favorite quote. But one of my favorite quotes was, "I was in Game of Thrones. I was in Game uh, of Thrones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know who I am?" <laughs> Okay. <laughs> oh man. Well, speaking of favorite quote, let's get right into that award. And so that award that we want to give out next is the Why is Gamora Award for favorite quote. And so Jacob, you have a lot to choose from, especially from Ooh. Nolan Booth. What quote this would you? Uh, what, what, who would who would be your winner? Which quote? Okay, so I wrote down four, and I think my number one quote is when. Nolan Booth, right? That's his name? Yeah. Nolan, Nolan Booth looks at The Rock and says, Why are you wearing a hairnet? You're bald. <laughs> I was I, the same thing. I didn't even notice it either when it came up when he was wearing a hairnet until Ryan Reynolds mentioned it. And then I started looking at it. I was like, why is he wearing a hairnet? There's no hair. Oh, oh my, my goodness. goodness. That but, was um, so good. One that I do have to mention be, is... um. When Ryan Reynolds says, or no, not Ryan Reynolds doesn't say it. I'm sorry. The Rock says he says, "Does it have Jeff Goldblum in it?" Oh yeah. Uh, when they're oh, at the bowl, the, at the bowl, <laughs> the bowl yeah. Ring. They started like, "I think you're talking about a T-Rex from Jurassic Park." It's like, <laughs> oh like, yeah, we need. It's like we need to run. <laughs> it's like, oh. he's like, oh, like, oh my god, it did have Jeff Goldblum in it. It was Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> and then he freaking uh, got hit by a bowl. Oh yeah. my god! Forgot about that. That was a good one too. Shoot. Yeah. Oh man, <laughs> Jeremy, do you want to actually give out your uh, your uh, Wisegmore Award? Yeah, yeah. So right now I am uh, currently, you know, living in a dorm, uh, so I do have a, a a roommate. So this is a bit of a shout out to our roommate because we like when we were watching the movie, um, we have we basically have the same dynamic as Ryan Reynolds and The Rock <laughs> in this movie. You could probably guess that I'm the rock side of that. (laughs) Um, And so when, when Ryan Reynolds or someone was asking, or no, I think it was Gal Gadot's character asking Ryan Reynolds, like, Oh, you know, you guys became friends and all that stuff. Uh, Or you guys must be friends. Like Ryan Reynolds is just like, yeah, we're friends. And then the rocks like, we're not friends. (laughs) And then Ryan Reynolds is like, yeah, we're best friends. Because it's literally like that's how we are, and I feel like I love their dynamic in the movie, and it just reminds me of me and my roommate right now, where it's like, 
He's like, I love you, man. I'm like, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just like that that funny banter between the two characters. I think I really like. Yeah. Oh man, it's so good, so good. Well, uh, mine actually comes at the near the end, actually, surprisingly, uh, because eh, it wasn't my favorite part. But dude, I thought this uh, line was was uh, <laughs> it was comedy. I don't know. Well, um, you know, they're on the boat. Obviously, Booth just sneaks up on both the bishops, mm-hmm. and uh, basically Hartley is kind of, or actually, I'm sorry, Booth is trying to recruit the bishops basically to, you know, kind of join in and, and, and for this one job, you know, this three-person job. And so Hartley goes, and let me guess, if we don't say yes, then Inspector Doss is on our way right now to arrest <laughs> us. And then Booth goes, yes. In very fast boats, Hartley goes, you know what I think is funny? And then it's like, you know what is funny, Booth? And then literally Booth with the zinger. Vin Diesel, uh, Vin Diesel's audition tape for Cats? True. It exists. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I was dying when that, that like, because I mean, we were literally just talking about mm-hmm. that on the newsreel uh, not too long ago. And uh, mm-hmm. when I... Oh my goodness! I, if I was drinking, I would have done a spit take because I was like, "No, they did it." And I, this is probably why the Rock me is probably not going to join the fast franchise. <laughs> dang! Yeah, just on like when I saw that, I'm like, "Dang!" You know, freaking the Rock because that was his, you know, production company, Seven Bucks Production, who mm-hmm. did the whole thing. So. They obviously watched the movie and just like green light, let's do that joke. <laughs> Because it exists. Uh, oh, the way he delivered that line was so uh, good. Real quick, though. I mean, I'm going to give you guys uh, opportunities to just give another quick one. I mean, if you got, I mean, Jacob, you mentioned that you had four. Feel free mm. to give another one. Go for okay, it. Okay, so um, the the last two I had that I didn't mention earlier were both from the prison actions sequence, which I gave the um, Does Anybody Want to Get Out Right Here Award. Yeah. yeah. And... Um, <laughs> Do you remember when they're outside the walls of the prison on the cliff? <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, I remember this one. And then Hartley turns to uh, Booth and is like, do you know how to fly a helicopter? <laughs> <laughs> and then Booth says, does the back of your head look like a huge penis? The answer is yes. <laughs> I absolutely died at that part. Oh, my goodness. Dude, I was looking at the back of the rocks and I was like, damn, yeah, it me does too. Look like- <laughs> It really does. <laughs> oh my goodness yeah that that quote for me like especially for that scene just really made me like that part yeah i was dying <laughs> wait what's your last one? Oh, the last one was um when booth says to harley when he jumps in the helicopter oh you made it thank god <laughs> Like sarcastically, yeah. That that's such a Deadpool like line. Uh huh. Exactly. I got the <sighs> those um, Deadpool esque from that too. Oh man, you got any more, Jake? Uh, Jeremy, sorry. No, not really. I'd have the Ed, I'm shit Ed Sheeran, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I was like, oh, was just, good. I have to go so back good. and go over all like the Ryan Reynolds lines. Yeah, uh, they were good. Actually, the reason why honestly. I wanted to to open it up is because of that one line. Yeah. So that's that that's basically what I <laughs> yeah. wanted to mention. 
I'm glad you mentioned it, Jake. Yeah, thank you, Jake. I was looking at my list. I was like, wait, I have to say that one. <laughs> yes, definitely, definitely. Well, you know what, guys? We're at that part of the episode where bragging rights are here. And so, yes, that is correct. We are guessing the Rotten Tomato score. And it's currently 4-4. Surpri- I'm surprised that I'm tied with Jeremy at this point here in Season 3. And you know what, Jacob? No pressure. But we have a one-week winning streak for the guests. And so, shout out Ooh. to uh, our family. 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 AJ. <laughs> And so, you know what, Jacob, you kicked our you kicked our butt in in season one, didn't you? Like both times. I think Pretty I hard. was like one percent better on both times. Yeah, dang. But uh, I, we'll see how that goes this week. Well, I know you're two for two against both of us. <laughs> so, you know what? Uh, since you are again again our guest, go ahead and take the first crack at Red Notice. What would you guess as the Rotten Tomato score? Uh, thinking about this movie from a critic's perspective, that might be, a, you know, giving these Rotten Tomatoes scores. Um, I had to give it a 73%. Ooh, okay. So that is definitely fresh. Uh, Jimmy, do you want to take this one? Yeah, I'm saying 65%. Mm. Ooh, still certified fresh. Okay, mm-hmm. so I'm actually going to be a little bit more pessimistic. I think the critics hated it. I think it's 57%. Mm, okay. We got right. a wide range over here. Yeah, we do. And so yeah, let's I, see if Jacob kicks our butts. <laughs> so um, let's see. Red notice on. Who knows, though? Because it's, it's a Netflix movie, too. So True. I wonder if and they have know- the little Netflix, like um, that little Netflix stinger. Do they have that in theaters too? <laughs> when they play the movie, oh, yeah. <laughs> when you when you just leave your uh, your Netflix just playing, <laughs> yeah. Uh, shoot. Oh man. Well, according to the tomato meter, I'm actually taking the point, Jeremy, and I actually beat Jacob. I'm just happy Ooh. I beat Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, one for the host. Yes. yes. <laughs> well. The uh, tomato meter for Red Notice at a whopping 35%. Holy crap. Wow. (laughs) That is low. Holy shit. Well, um, actually, do you guys want to take a crack at um, the audience score? Jacob, Mm. go ahead. Audience score, I'll give it a 78. I'm going 88. Ooh, you know what? I score one again for the host. Dude, oh. in your face, Jacob. No. <laughs> so hard on him. Yeah, I know. Hey, we, we, we like uh, messing with, with what Jacob. Was it? He, he, 92%. Oh, nice. Wow. That's a wide, wide range. 92 to, wow. what was it again? 35. 35. Oh, my goodness. Wait, so, how, many, how many reviews? Uh, let's see. Reviews 141 reviews for the tomato meter. Not too, not too bad. That's quite a bit, but not like yeah. too, too big. Yeah. So to update the current score here in season three, because the ti- the title belt's on the line. I mean, we're talking about the Rock, <laughs> the, yep. the whole episode, the the heavyweight championship belt. I'm currently now up five to four. But you know what? Next week is a big week, but we'll get to that in just a bit because we have one final award, the I Love You 3000 Award, where we rate Red Notice from 1 to 3000. So, Jacob, go ahead and rate Red Notice. 
All right, so I had to give this a 2,400 out of 3,000, which comes out to roughly 80%. Ooh. And I, it wasn't, it wasn't, I say it's more because of how much I enjoyed the movie than how good it was. Yeah. Mm, you know okay, I, mean? I could, uh, that makes yeah. a lot of sense actually, because that's yeah. kind of how I rated mine too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I have to say overall, it was like, I don't know if I'll watch it again unless it's before like Red Notice Two if it comes out. But it was—I mean, it was—it was a good watch. And if anybody, well, people, hopefully, people that are listening to this have already seen it. But yeah, I'd—I'd I'd, I'd recommend it. Yeah. Oh. Hmm. Well, Jeremy, do you want to give us your "I Love You" three thousand award? Yeah, mine's gonna be twenty-one sixty out of three thousand, mm. so that's seventy-two percent. Uh, I did actually really enjoy it. Also, it's like like you said, I'm not gonna go out and like rewatch it right away or anything mm-hmm. like that. But you know, if someone says like, "Oh, I, I want to watch Red Notice," or "Have you seen this movie? Should, should we should I put it on like at a party or something?" I'm like, "Yeah, like I'll watch it if it's if it's already playing on the TV." You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So yeah. and I'll and I'll enjoy it. So yeah. it's one of those. Oh. You know, I completely agree with you guys, but I, I guess I'm the Russian judge this week. <laughs> um, I'm giving it an 1869, which is about 62.3%. Still fresh, I think. Um, it's mainly because of Ryan Reynolds. It's just, uh, I just felt like the Rock and Gal Gadot's chemistry wasn't quite there. It was kind of cringy at the at end. At least it was just at the end. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But... I don't know. That's the part I'm not really looking forward to the most yeah. in Red Notice 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, and that's going to give me a little bit of pause to watching it. But then, again, Ryan Reynolds, if if they're able to kind of write his one-liners and if they can come up with a little bit better writing, uh, especially for the exposition parts, then Red Notice 2 can, can be good, especially if uh, they kind of try to outdo themselves with the, you know, the stunt work and whatnot, yeah. the action sequences. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so next week, we have another movie or movies, actually. Jeremy, do you want to go ahead and preview episode 49? Yeah, next week, it's the beginning of the end because we are continuing our Marvel Cinematic Universe rewatch, which is going to involve Avengers Infinity War, Ant-Man and the Wasp, and Captain Marvel. Obviously, all movies leading up to Endgame, and we're almost there uh, in completing our MCU rewatch. So we're almost there, but these three movies, they're going to be some interesting ones to talk about, because I know there's some really bad things in these movies, and obviously (laughs) uh, Infinity War. Really good. (laughs) (laughs) I see what you did there. (laughs) So, I mean, yeah, we'll um, definitely talk about that next week. Yeah, again, um, you know, I got, you know, I haven't seen my uh, MCU ranking in a while. I'm curious to see if any of ours change between, you know, <laughs> when we last had what part six of this MCU rewatch versus part seven. So I'm kind of curious if <laughs> if things will change. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, it has been a while, but yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to that. Uh, I believe all three of these movies are on Disney Plus still not sponsored and so yeah definitely looking forward to kind of getting back into the mcu even though we've been kind of doing that uh with some of these uh recent uh releases with the eternals and a little bit earlier in the season with shang chi and the legend of the ten rings but before we close out red notice 
Jacob, do you have anything to plug? Uh, you know, I hear that you're streaming stuff. Yes, that's correct. I currently stream almost every day in the afternoonish time, some Call of Duty Warzone. So if any of you guys out there listening are Warzone enthusiasts, um, give me a follow on Twitch at a show underscore jacks. And then on TikTok, I post a lot of, you know, little clips and stuff of my gameplay. That's at Fashow J. And it's the same thing on like Instagram and Twitter at Fashow J as well. All right, cool, cool. Well, yeah, we'll put all of his links on the episode notes so that we'll make it as easy as possible where you just having to just click on stuff because you know what, Jacob, you did such a good job today. Uh, but we'll, we'll definitely it. save we'll, we'll save that for, for the, uh, the goodbyes uh, at the end of the episode. Jeremy, do you actually have anything uh, to plug for the upcoming week? Yeah, well, I actually want to give a, a small update on that little project I was working on. Um, maybe was that the end of last season? Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, I've been working on this little um, kind of like a manga anime drama type thing. Uh, just got the last of the artwork. So I got to do a lot of the editing, a lot of the coloring, um, put that together. Hopefully it's going to be out by the end of the year. Ooh. end of 2021 hopefully if i if i have enough time to uh put it together and promote it a little bit so uh i guess follow me at jp underscore flicks on instagram to to either instagram or twitter and uh i'll post some stuff on there sweet yeah be on the lookout for those updates uh because i, I remember we kind of plugged uh mr law for you and so I'll, I'll plug it for you again mr law on youtube and spotify uh that audio crime drama uh for me i'm not really promoting anything other than you can follow me on instagram and twitter at free and just like with uh jeremy and jacob's uh links we'll put all the you know the appropriate spelling and all the links on there as well so that you can follow any one of us and so fellas before we close out the episode any final thoughts on red notice uh final thoughts on the movie it's uh it's enjoyable try not to focus too much on the story <laughs> and um embrace the ryan reynolds or just to anybody or I, I i'm looking forward to embracing ryan reynolds and dwayne johnson hopefully not embracing like hugging them but embracing their <laughs> their um <laughs> lovingly embracing them yeah just uh i can't wait to see them again if i if we do get to see them again like i i'm interested in their dynamic and how they'll play off that in the possible second movie hmm. okay yeah i i would definitely agree cuz the for an hour and 45 minutes or an hour and 40 minutes, I was really into the movie because I, you know, I, I was like, I want to turn my brain off, too much studying, uh, right. I just want to relax. And I was doing that. And then the twist happened. I was like, oh, yeah, it's a good twist. And then it was like, it's, but it feels really weird. So <laughs> uh, the first hour, uh, hour and 40, really enjoyed it. Of course, there were some down moments where it's just like, eh, nothing's too crazy is happening, but it is par for the course. So, yeah, good popcorn movie. I completely agree with you guys. Um, definitely a good popcorn movie. It was a good uh, movie to kind of, you know, just relax and not really think about, uh, I guess, the hectic, um, busy, busyness of what work or school or whatever we're going through. And so, um, yeah, it was it was a good. It was uh, 
a fairly good time. I thought it was it was good. I I would watch the the sequel. I don't know if I'll be like, oh my goodness, it's coming out. You know, especially mm-hmm. when an e- inevitable trailer comes out. But um, should be good. And you know, what? I'm kind of curious to see if they do do a um if they finally do green le- uh, green light the uh, the sequel. I'm curious who they will bring on as a big name as a possible foil. Maybe Nick Cage. <laughs> I would Ooh. want Nick Cage. <laughs> Now that I'll pay to see. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Nicholas what was his Cage name again? <laughs> oh yeah, Bill Gates. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Benjamin Bill Gates. Gates. Oh man, but yeah, until Red Notice two, we'll we'll see. Uh, but you know what? Just like uh, Jeremy mentioned, uh, next week we do have uh, part seven of our MCU rewatch with Avengers: Infinity War. Ant-Man and the Wasp and Captain Marvel and uh, Jacob again. Many thanks for joining the podcast. Um, it was good times just to, you know, just to be able to just kind of laugh and joke around uh, on, on a podcast episode. Uh, yeah. You know, we want to make sure that we remind you, Hey, if there's a future episode that you would like to join, you're more than welcome. Thank you. Yes. Um, just also, from my end, just like seeing how the podcast has evolved since season one. What, what episode was it? Like episode eight? Yeah. I think like there. the last one I did. Yeah. Just like how far you guys have come, you know, just keep grinding. You know, it's it's really coming together. I'm loving the content. Always on top of everything. New movies. News. I'm loving it. Yeah. It does help that we're getting new movies because, I mean... Your last episode, Tenet, was one of two new yeah. movies for season one. It was kind of <laughs> limited. <laughs> yeah. A little thing true. called the pandemic. <laughs> yeah. Just a, a little hiccup in our lives. Yeah. <laughs> just, a, just a little tiny one. But uh, uh, Jacob, again, we are truly blessed to have you with us. Um, I had a good time just laughing. I, I'm, I'm guessing Jeremy basically the same, saying the same thing. Yeah, definitely. We always uh, like to see you here on the show, Jake. Stop by anytime because they listen to us enough. And I'm just kidding. Uh, But yeah, your insights are always like uh, very special. And, uh, you know, just get to see how you feel about the movies. Always interesting, (laughs) to to, to say the least. It's that time to rise um, connection that we do. Uh It's it's our love for Christopher Nolan. Let's Mm. be honest. That's true. (laughs) And Hans Zimmer. That's Hans true. Zimmer. Which you need to watch uh, No Time to Die because Hans Zimmer. Exactly. Yes. yes. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe we can watch it when you come back. I don't know. True, true. Yeah. I'd be down. And, and then listen to the pod right after. But anyway, <laughs> I digress. Again, thank you again, Jacob. Hey, it was another uh, great episode, Jeremy, to kind of just laugh and talk about this movie. It was definitely an entertaining movie. Not the best, but it had, you know, I felt like there was a lot of content for us to kind of mention. I think we got everything. And so, Thank you again, audience, for checking us out. Thank you for supporting us. We'll see you next time, um, I guess, for our MCU rewatch on The Real.